pasture, but were turned back at a ford by a brook that normally ran small and meek, but that day ran dark and swift, bloated by spring runoff. There they abandoned thoughts of duty and set off to enjoy a ride, ending with a spirited canter back to the manor house. Maddie actually laughed during their mock race to the park gate. It was a mock race because they both cared too much for horses to overstrain them when they were tired. The laughter sounded strange in her ears, and she realized that she had not laughed aloud since she'd heard of Rollo's arrest. At once she felt sick with guilt. She caught Henry's eye and saw his happiness vanish as he guessed what she was thinking. Henry had always been eerily perceptive. He was almost twenty now, but he had been her stalwart big brother since Rollo left three years ago. Like all the Woodbridges, he was tall, with jet-black hair and a surprisingly fair complexion. He trimmed his beard to a jawline fringe. An untamed Woodbridge beard would be a fearsome sight. His eyes were grey, and they fixed steadily on her now. "'What right do we have to be happy?' he said. "'When our brother is in such unthinkable straits, are we monsters to laugh and enjoy life?' He had nailed the problem exactly. Tell me. He smiled and shook his head. Just that life must go on, Maddie. If someone in the family died, we would mourn, of course, but we would not live in sorrow all our lives. That is not why the mother gave us life. Our little happiness cannot make Rollo's sorrow deeper. He would be happy to know that we are still happy. In a sense, it is concern for our happiness and the happiness of millions like us that put him where he is. He knew he might have to suffer for us. Henry filled in as preacher now at household prayers when father was absent. She nodded, unconvinced. Laughter still felt wrong. As they approached the front door, they saw Bram on the steps with some other boys of about his age. They were playing with a puppy. A black puppy. Brother and sister locked eyes again. Henry frowned. He's very young for that, if it's what I think it is. Very. And it would be a trial for Henry, for now he would be the odd one out. Rollo had huge talent. Henry had none. Maddie herself had a little. Not enough to go off and study at Gaudry, but enough to take lessons from Wisdom Edith. Now, brat, he was only eleven years old. Looking up, she saw a raven perched on the end of the gable. You take Dainty around to the stable while I look into this, she said. They halted beside the excitement. She slid from the saddle, and Henry took her reins. The dog was barely weaned, its ears still trying to stand up and then flopping over. At the moment it was being offered faces to lick, which it cheerfully did, to the accompaniment of loud squeals of glee. There were seven boys there, all with dirty and ragged clothes, but unusually clean faces. Other than Brad, they were children of servants. All were far too young to understand how important secrets could be. "'Where did you find that little lad?' Maddie asked. The manor had many dogs, 
but none of the bitches had whelped recently, and none looked anything like this pup. She knelt to offer a hand. It wriggled loose and came to her at once. She rubbed its ears, and it licked her wrist. He found me, Brat protested. He follows me everywhere. Can I keep him mad? Oh, Maddie, can I? For my very own? There was not one brown or white hair on it. Its belly was still hairless, and it lacked adult teeth. And it was watching Maddie to see what she was going to say. Unless its real owner shows up, of course you may. What are you going to call him? Smut, Brat announced confidently. His name's Smut, because he's black and he sticks to me. His followers laughed. So this must be a brand new joke. Or revelation. He likes you too, Mad, he added suspiciously. The mother was completely...